The event at Downing Street last year, just before Christmas, how can number 10 defend it? It looked party-like from descriptions that we've had at a time when parties were not allowed. Now, quite a few different lines have been tried. There's been the just-go-away-there's-nothing-to-see line. Uh, Mr Speaker, uh, what I can tell the right honourable gentleman is that... Uh, is that all guidance was followed uh, completely during number 10. And can I... In fact, we've really had quite a lot of that line. I was not working in uh, Downing Street uh, at the time, nor do I work in Downing Street now. I was serving as Culture Secretary and now Chairman of the party. But what I can tell you is that the Prime Minister has been very clear that the rules were followed at all times in, in Downing Street. There's the Dominic Raab admission on the Andrew Marr show that certain party-type functions would have been against the rules. Very straightforward question. Last Christmas, were Christmas parties allowed in London? So, look, if you're... Uh, so, generally, no. 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 Generally, no. <laughs> well, there's the police minister today suggesting that maybe the event was socially distanced. I don't know what what the circumstances might have been, how far would people would have been apart, or what size of space it was. There's all sorts of variations. <laughs> and then there was a new Downing Street line today uh, at a press briefing that there was no party. Now, even though we've been told by someone there that there were drinks, nibbles and games. Well, Joshua Rosenberg, QC, legal commentator, joins us. Joshua, if, if, if you were employed by Downing Street to argue this in court, what, what, what do you think they can... How do they defend this? I think they've got a number of different excuses, and I don't blame them for not plumping for one rather than the other, because one may not work, and they can say, well, I never meant that one, there's the other. Um, it's not a party, it's a permitted, organised gathering. Right. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> you know, which is an exception to the, to the rules. You can have a risk assessment, you've got to limit the transmission of coronavirus, and so on. If that doesn't work... Um, it's a gathering necessary for certain purposes, and one of those is for work purposes. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a party. It was simply a work meeting where a certain amount of refreshment. Uh, was yeah, being... the judge isn't going to. Yeah, I suppose you All could right. say it was essential for work, couldn't you? That essential they that they had work, a bit yes. of a bit of downtime to chat and That's right. reflect on the busy workers. time. Yeah, exactly yeah. so. You know, they were working and they couldn't go home and they, they had to have something to eat, otherwise they would have been okay. I'm the judge, Joshua. I kick that one out and say it was obviously right. a party. You give me okay. one of the others. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a really good one. This, uh, which some people have been suggesting today on Twitter, and that is um, that it's exempt from the rules because Downing Street counts as crown property. And if you look at Section seventy-three of the Public Health Control of Diseases Act nineteen eighty-four, which is what the regulations were made under, it <laughs> seems to mean that they don't apply to government. Uh, uh, government departments, that must include 10 Downing Street and um, other uh, royal property, for example, uh, unless uh, ministers have actually taken the steps to say, well, it does apply, and I don't suppose they've done that. So that may be a get-out clause. That's a, that, that is a clever, ingenious one, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> obviously, that literally is one rule for them and one rule for everybody else. Enshrined yeah, I mean, in law, you, not a great political some... case, but, but I suppose no. a legal one, yeah. You have some sympathy for them. They were trying to run the country and they couldn't run the entire country from home. But uh, I think it's very embarrassing for them, isn't it? Uh, when is a party not a party? That's really what uh, it is. What does a party mean? If people came in from outside, if there was evidence that people arrived who had not been at the office that day, it wasn't like, it's been busy, we're all tired, we've cracked open a bottle of wine as we reflect on everything we've done. If it was, people came because the date had been set and, you know, one or two games 
were organised games. It wasn't just a few people sort of playing a bit. That would change. It would make it harder, wouldn't it, to, to settle? I think it would be harder, and you've also got to look at the number of people involved. Of course, it doesn't follow that just because an offence may have been committed, anybody's going to prosecute. Uh, there's plenty of time. There's three years from the commission of the offence, and uh, it must uh, uh, start uh, within six months from the date on which the prosecutor has enough evidence to go ahead, uh, which I don't think uh, is yet because nobody started investigating. Uh, but even then, uh, you know, there have been plenty of events that have not been prosecuted, and uh, it doesn't set a very good example if it happened. Uh, but maybe it's not against the law and maybe the judge will let them off. Joshua, fascinating to hear that, that, uh, that legal case gone through. Joshua Rosenberg there, thanks so much.